Today in this episode, we're going to be talking about how long should I be engaged? A question that you might be asking yourself. The real question is this, how can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show, episode 75. This is Rafi and Sarah. And today we're going to be answering one of your questions that we hear a lot out there is that, okay, so how long should I be engaged? Should I be engaged for a year? Should I take some time and be engaged for a little bit longer from that? Or should I just make it as short as possible and get married and all that good stuff? So we kind of want to share some insight and our own input in regards to what we learned when we were discerning how long we should be engaged mm-hmm. so i, I want to give you guys some a little bit of context because for all of you who know my story i was engaged i was engaged for i don't even know now i think about it i don't even remember because there's no intention behind it. So <laughs> I I dated a girl for about five years and I, I proposed to her. I got engaged. And you know what's crazy about this? When we got engaged, we didn't even talk about the wedding day. We didn't talk about marriage or planning for a wedding day. We got engaged and then it just felt like the same, the same relationship. Terrible. except that she had a ring on and we would say we are fiancés (laughs) what do you think about that sarah i think that's lame (laughs) thanks i'm sorry if i offended you or if i offended anyone else out there but that that sucks because that's different from my experience with you um because i just like that fired me up when you proposed to me and that just was the start of the momentum of momentum. being engaged. Momentum, engaged, momentum, momentum. <laughs> so what happened when when we got engaged? What were you doing? I immediately started planning <laughs> our wedding, Pinterest, and having my Google um, Google Drive filled with documents and just throwing all the ideas, getting overexcited. Um, but it's because getting married is exciting and I was basically (laughs) trying to run towards marriage already i love it and it's great that we felt that way when this happened this way but for me like i thought getting engaged would be just the next step in our relationship in my head i was like uh we've been together for five years so what's the next step like we're we've been together for so long so and our friend our family knows each other let's just take that next step and let's get married that's what everybody else does right Let's get married, even though I'm not very happy. Yeah, Mm. we got into so much conflict, but you know, 
Getting engaged is gonna fix everything. Wrong. Wrong. Very wrong. Because doing this <laughs> and just having this mindset, and I didn't really have any any intention or purpose behind making this decision. We ended up breaking up because again, there wasn't really any purpose of why I got engaged, like a deeper purpose. Not just like I felt like I was gonna marry her, but we weren't even really thinking about it or talking about it. We we're just engaged, and we we're kind of in this limbo stage. But yeah, Sarah and I did things differently. We decided to be intentional about this and not waste each other's time. So after ten ten months of dating, was、mm-hmm. it ten months? Ten months of、yeah. dating. After ten months of dating, we we、uh, I proposed to her. And we were in this limbo phase. Now we're like, okay, how long should we be engaged? We see our friends; they get engaged for years, and we see some other people that we know that get engaged for short periods of time. Right, or like just even on、um, the average, if you Google it, it's about a, a year. No, I think it's thirteen months.、Mm. And that's thirteen months too long for me, at least. <laughs> yeah. So then I remember when I was in this situation, I was looking for some experts, some somebody to give me some guidance in regards to, okay, so what does it like? What does it not the church teach, but like what what are some like some people that practice our faith that have done their engagement. That really help their spiritual life, but also help their relationship. And like, how long did it take them to be engaged? And one of the videos I watched and I stumbled on in YouTube was from a video from a priest named Father Chad Ripperger. E. A. He's awesome priest, very orthodox priest. And one of the the videos that he created was called the Four Stages of Courtship. So he talks about like what we should be doing when we're dating, how long that should be, what should we be doing when we're engaged, how long that should be, and this is where I heard from him that really just like opened my eyes. He said you should be getting, you should be engaged for six months, and stop and don't wait. And I'm like, whoa, this is completely contrary to what I see all my friends doing.、Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and then she, he he followed it up by backing his claims. He's like, "Okay, you should be doing it for six months, mainly because you don't want to you don't want to prevent yourselves from receiving the sacrament. This is a sacrament that you're preparing for, and the longer that you wait, the 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 more the temptation, which is the sexual impurity that、mm-hmm. can happen, and." He was also sharing, like, throughout this time, since you're still discerning marriage, you're gonna have to show minim- minimal physical affection、mm-hmm. because you don't want that physical affection to cloud your logic. You don't want to use your emotions to cloud your logic because it happens to everybody. And ultimately, we're trying to distinguish if either of us have the virtues, the necessary virtues, to be good husbands and wives. So when he shared that with me, he's like. Okay, sacraments. Like this is a sacrament. The sacraments give us sanctifying grace, and we need sanctifying grace to get to heaven.、Um, but again, like when you receive the sacrament, and I just want to—I want to throw it out there too, because we see Catholics getting married outside the church.、Mm-hmm. 
So if you're a Catholic and you're deciding to get married outside of the church, you don't get the sanctifying grace from the sacrament. It is only if you decide to get married in the church, you receive the sacrament of matrimony, you do it the proper way, that is when you receive the sanctifying grace from the sacrament. And we need that to be more holy. We need that to be saints. So I realized, I was like, okay, so why do we have to postpone our wedding day or getting married for long periods of time if the whole point of this (laughs) is to receive the sacrament that will help us to sanctify our souls? Right. And like, just, I think we would have gotten married in six months if um, we didn't think about our family because <laughs> your family was out of state. So we wanted to make sure they could be there. Most importantly, your parents and um, your brother or brothers, um, but only one was able to make it. So that's why it got pushed to eight months. But I feel like we would have done six months. Yeah. But ultimately we, we did it in about eight months, which is still pretty short. And like going through that whole process, I'm glad we did it this way. I'm glad we had a short engagement and that we ha- we didn't have to wait one year, two years, three years, because ultimately we wanted we wanted God, we wanted the the sanctifying grace, we wanted the sacrament mm-hmm. to help us grow in holiness. We knew, we felt God was calling us to marriage. Mm-hmm. Why are we postponing it for? Da, 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 the wedding right. ultimately it is the wedding that that really i see i see um a lot of people change their plans because they want to make sure the wedding's nice and they have enough money for the wedding but then ultimately like we're there for the sacrament right the and it's not gonna get us to heaven yeah and the longer we like stretch out the engagement like you were saying the more temptation that's gonna happen because like you we get engaged right and then we're like oh, yay, we're super engaged and we desire each other even more now. And of course, the devil's going to be trying to attack you and get you away from God. So that's where the temptation kind of like ramps up. So you fall, but always it's important to come back to God um, and also just get closer to your, your wedding date without any temptation, you know, better that way. Yep. Marriage is great. No need to postpone. If you feel, if you both talked about it and you're like, hey, we're ready. Let's get engaged. All right, let's get, let's get it done as soon as we can. Minimum, usually for a lot of parishes and dioceses, their pre-cana is six months of preparation before we actually get married in the church. So might as well. So for all of you who are engaged or are thinking you're dating somebody and you're planning on getting engaged real soon, um, we're going to challenge you to be intentional about your engagement and to not, th- don't postpone this. Right. Don't postpone receiving the sacrament of matrimony if you've properly discerned it. Right. Like if you're dating and you you want to propose, don't get engaged to wait. Don't longer. be like me. Don't, don't be like Rafi. <laughs> <laughs> don't be like Rafi. Um, because... You're just going to hold yourselves back. And then all that momentum is going to go down. So then when it comes time to do wedding things, you're like, oh, okay, let's let's do some wedding things now that we've been engaged for a while. Time to get going. Yeah. There has to be intention about, about this decision. And that's something I did not have in my past relationships. 
But now hopefully you listening to this right now, you want to be intentional. You don't want to just make a decision and just be like, all right, that's it. Let's just wait. But you actually want to get things done. You want to grow in holiness. You want to become more like Christ. You want to receive sanctifying grace. And that's how we receive it from the sacrament. So for all of you uh, couples out there listening to this right now, um, some things that can help you in this discernment of your engagement is number one, ask for spiritual direction, of course. Especially for those who are dating, you're still trying to figure out if this is going to be um, a decision you want to make. You need to talk to that with someone that you that some with someone that would be willing to give you an objective view of where you're at right now in your relationship. People, somebody that that knows you and your partner really well, that knows your relationship really well, that's willing to sh- tell you the truth about your relationship. And think that this is a, the right time for you. I know for me, I had uh, a priest at the time that helped me discern my engagement with Sarah. And it's it's helped out a whole lot. So again, you don't have to do this alone. This is a big decision. This is a big commitment for your life. This is a lifelong commitment. So feel free to ask for spiritual direction. Right. And next, I don't know how many times we're going to hit it on the head, but to be intentional, especially about observing your partner's virtues because you want to marry someone who has virtue or who is at least open to growing in virtue. Um, This is something really important for your relationship, for your future marriage that your partner has virtue and that you have virtue and you guys are constantly encouraging each other to grow in virtue. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I decided to propose to Sarah because there's a lot of things that she was exhibiting that would be a like I would see in a really awesome mother. Mm. Yeah, and wife. And I was like, okay, I'm going to swoop that up. <laughs> <laughs> I Is want you, you to said? be my wife. You said, I'm going to swoop that up. I'm going to swoop that up. <laughs> and I'm going to put a ring on it. And I did. And she is even better than what I like thought initially of Aww. how she would be in our marriage. So definitely be intentional about discovering about each other's virtues and seeing if your partner is going to be a good f- husband or wife. And then lastly... Ideally, make a game plan of getting married ASAP. (laughs) If you get engaged, get married as soon as you can. Whatever the minimum requirement is for your parish, try to plan your wedding to fit that timeline. Whether it be six or eight months, whatever you got to do, don't allow your wedding day to stop you from receiving what's most important in this whole situation, which is the sacrament. This sacrament, it gives you sanctifying grace. This gives you power and grace that you both need as a couple to do God's will in your lives. Don't postpone that. The longer you postpone, the longer the temptations and other things can happen in your relationship. Amen. All right. Hope this helps. And with that being said, praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye.
We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future future spouses. spouses.